0: Hello, I'm Joshua. I'm Kirsten. (laughs) This is the weird and suspicious. That's weird. That's suspicious.
1: Oh, I brought home my plant baby today, though.
0: Oh my god, does your manager think that you hate her?
1: No, I messaged her yesterday and I said, I forgot the plant. I'm so sorry. Because my mom dropped off my business cards while I was at work. And I was like, I got Mm -hmm. totally distracted, and it was right as we were closing. And she's like, it's okay. And then when I got to work today, I moved it away from her desk and put it by all my stuff so that I would remember it.
0: You know, 11 out of 10.
1: Yeah, she was like, I made you a baby. And I was like, you did. A plant baby.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: I'm so excited. I'm trying to make some, but it's it's not working out. I'm not... I don't know what I did wrong.
0: I kill everything that comes into my apartment. So every plant that I have ever had has died so quickly. And I've tried to water them and I've tried to like put them where they can get sun and they still just die.
1: Some plants need watering like every two weeks. Some need every three days. Some don't like being in direct sunlight
0: yeah i don't know what any of those rules are but uh yeah because they change for each plant yeah and then i thought if i put them directly outside it would help and then i forgot that they existed and uh then they died died
1: also a lot of plants don't like direct sunlight either
0: (laughs) they died real fast when i put them outside
1: i bet they did
0: one of my friends is I I don't know if it's different or not, but they got lip filler. Different and okay, and it just seems like more hassle than it is worth.
1: Botox, literally, it's like getting a, a numbing shot in your face. It kind of is what it is. It honestly doesn't really hurt, and. What it does is it, like, numbs your muscles so you can't move them, so then there's no wrinkles in your face.
0: Interesting.
1: And they actually use it a lot for people with migraines.
0: You know, that's fair. So,
1: it can't be that bad. And, like, I scowl in my sleep, and I kind of wear, like, something like, a sticker thing in between my eyebrows so that, like, to try and prevent me from scowling in my sleep, but, like, I still wake up, and I can still feel my eyebrows trying to scowl.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: And I don't know why I do it in my sleep, and then also, like, my eyes are just so sensitive to light that, like, even right now, I want to squint my eyes, but I'm, like, doing my best not to, and it's, like, not even sunny outside. It's just cloudy
0: it's the uh the riz face you always have to be like squinting a little bit you know
1: yeah but like when i squint i also scowl for some reason so like if it's sunny if it's like snowy outside i'm like i can't see and it hurts my eyes and then so botox it is
0: you know fair enough
1: also, like men don't like women that look old. So, honestly, it's kind of your guys' fault. I gotta do this.
0: On God, <laughs> if a woman looks over the age, so my my very very hard bottom line is like twenty one, twenty two. But then you can't look older than twenty three. So you have to get you have to get right,
1: <laughs> right in
0: that per- in that perfect range.
1: That's wild. I can't tell if you're being sarcastic.
0: (laughs) I'm being extremely sarcastic. I've only. I have exclusively dated people that are older than me.
1: Okay. Well, and like, it's not even that they're older. It's not the problem. It's just that, like, the noticeably I can see wrinkles on your face, so I know you're old.
0: Yeah, you know, people do be like that, I guess. Yeah.
1: And like. I still think I look young. Everyone in my work, for some reason, thinks I'm in like my early twenties. I'm like I'm like mid to late.
0: You you really are trying to go look in your early teens. That's what your goal is. (laughs) Yeah. For men, you want to attract (laughs) men that are looking for teenagers. Is what I'm hearing. No.
1: No. 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 Because I think my height already does that. I don't. I don't not want wrinkles because of men, but I also just don't want wrinkles because of myself. I wanna look mm, young. That's fair. My mom looks young. I wanna look young. Does your and mom I'm already Botox? getting a wrinkle? No.
0: You you're getting a single wrinkle and you're telling me that it's time for Botox.
1: <laughs> Precisely. You're like,
0: I have one little wrinkle. I'm about to take an ironing an iron? An ironing iron. <laughs> I'm about to take an iron to my forehead right now.
1: That is not what they do. But you got to do it before you have the wrinkles so it prevents you from getting the wrinkle. And listen. You know. The eye wrinkles. Like the crow's feet. I'm not that concerned about those.
0: Have you Why tried been less
1: angry? It's in my sleep. I can't help it.
0: Who are you fighting in your dreams?
1: <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Somebody. I haven't been the only dream I've been able to remember is that at my job they took a drug test and I somehow failed and got fired all even though like I wouldn't fail for anything like not even marijuana I would pass I would be I would be fine but in my dream for some reason I like had that consumed you No, I did fail for marijuana.
0: Mhm. Yeah. Oh. <laughs>
1: The way I'm saying this is so wild.
0: What is uh? What is the sleep version of you doing out there?
1: Getting high, apparently. I mean, at least apparently. it's just pot. But I was like, damn, how are they going to fire me for fucking marijuana? And then I was like, I don't even smoke. I don't know why it's in my system. And they're like, we don't believe you. And then I was really like, I don't smoke. Why was it in my system? <laughs> Did you remember any of your dreams this week?
0: No. I, uh... Definitely did, but I did not make a attempt to write them down. I woke up this morning at 7am, though, just frantically looking for my phone that went missing. I fell between my headboard and my bed where it always goes, but 7am Joshua wasn't smart enough to realize that.
1: Have you heard of the Stanley Hotel?
0: Um, It sounds familiar, but I couldn't tell you anything about it.
1: Well, it's in Estes Park, in Colorado. Does it sound familiar now? Colorado,
0: uh, Colorado, mm. haunted hotel, free drugs. Mm.
1: Um, there's free drugs there.
0: No, I lied. Uh, access to drugs for uh, not illegal.
1: Oh no no um i mean yeah but also um it's where the hotel from the shining is at oh. or that is the hotel from the shining like yes, it's, yes, that, yes, 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 yes. the stanley hotel
0: stanley hotel yes
1: inspired by or not inspired inspired by, by, inspired. by the, stri- the
0: hotel is inspired by <laughs> the shining they're like wouldn't it be crazy if this hotel was real and they went out us make a- it
1: let me get haunted um, so for those of you who do not know The Shining, it is a Stephen King book and slash movie. And he was so shaken by his experience there that um, he had to write a book about it, apparently. And it's right in the Rocky Mountains. Also, I thought the Rocky Mountains were on like more towards the east. Are those still the Rocky Mountains?
0: I, I, mean, I have guess no so. idea.
1: I guess. Um, They were built in
0: 19. It
1: It is mine, but for some reason, I don't know this one. The Smoky Mountains are on the east side, maybe. And then the Rocky Mountains are more towards the middle. Sure, we'll go with that. It was built in 1909 when the fresh air was found to help Mr. Freeland Oscar Stanley, because he had tuberculosis, or as some may know it, if you are not from this time, consumption. And it was their home away from home because, you know, they were some wealthy people and they weren't woods people. They were woods people for vacation, but not woods people for living. You feel?
0: Mm hmm.
1: <laughs> So they stayed there and their friends stayed there, and it was built with the highest of high luxury that there was at the time. In 1909, in the middle of nowhere, it even had electricity, which I didn't Google to see if that was normal for houses to have in the middle of Colorado, but the way they made it sound like it was not normal. It had telephones and bathrooms, and in each room, it had their own servants. And then in 1911, there was an explosion from a gas lantern putting the head of the chambermaid people, Elizabeth Wilson, in a coma and destroyed about a tenth of the hotel. It was in room 217. Uh, They did fix it, and she did survive, and she continued to work there until the 1950s. Nice. But um, the guests who stay in this room say that they will wake up with their room completely organized And all of their stuff packed in the suitcase. And they took it as, wow, what a nice ghost. Organized and helpful. I take it as, wow, they want me to get the fuck out of here.
0: Yeah. It's like, ah, what a nice, helpful ghost. You know, packing up for my leave. And the ghost (laughs) is really just like, I need these people fucking out. They gotta go. If they're not going to pack their stuff, I'll do it for them.
1: If someone packed my things for me, I wouldn't take that as wow, what a nice gesture. Unless I was like getting ready to go on a trip and they were trying to be helpful.
0: Exactly. But
1: like if I'm on the trip and someone pa- packs my suitcase, I'm like, do you want me to leave?
0: <laughs> Are you trying to tell me something?
1: <laughs> yeah. And there's also a pet cemetery on the property with animal ghost from it. Um Pet Cemetery is a completely different book from Stephen King, isn't isn't it? Yes. Is this maybe where he got that idea from?
0: Maybe, honestly. I have no idea.
1: I don't think that's confirmed, but I'm also like, okay, well, that's where The Shining's from. And then they also happen to have a pet cemetery. Like, you went there and you got two books. Actually, three books. Actually, isn't there two Shinings?
0: Um, There's The Shining, and I think there is another, like, follow-up a book.
1: About it. So four books from one trip. That sounds like a fucking good-ass trip to me. I think the follow-up
0: is, like, nothing to do with the hotel. But, you know, it started that way.
1: Because the is like, a power or something within someone, right? Yeah. So I think at the end of the second movie... I haven't read the books, I'm sorry. But at the end of the second movie, I think they do go back to the hotel...
0: I did not read the book.
1: Doctor's sleep. Yeah, I think at the end of it they do go back to that hotel. Now I kinda want to rewatch these. Alright. Anyways. Animal Ghost. Stephen King. Pet Cemetery. A lot of people think that the staircase is some kind of vortex vortex or portal or something that like draws or creates bad juju um there are apparently multiple buildings i watched a ghost adventures episode on this because like who doesn't love ghost adventures and there was also tunnels um from the workman dorms to the hotel so that in the snow they didn't have to walk in the snow they could just walk underground to their job how fucking cool is that
0: that would be amazing
1: um but then it caved down caved in and someone died
0: <laughs> that is an unfortunate <laughs> an unfortunate part of doing business so I like think, uh, the school my sister went to like all of their buildings were connected like the dorms and everything and it might be like a really roundabout way but you could get anywhere in like any of the campuses inside
1: that's pretty crazy. I do know that Alligan used to have tunnels underneath it, and some of the houses had tunnels to each other, and then, like, a tunnel to the fire department into the old Allegan Hospital, too, and then someone was like, that's just a rumor, but my um, mom's friend slash our realtor lady said that in the house that she grew up in, they used to go in the tunnels before they sealed them up. So it was like, it was real. Um, But these tunnels were made of quartz and limestone, which are known to be energy conductors. You know, if you're a crystal bitch, you know these. Mm -hmm. They say that they also have fish ghosts, which I don't know how I feel about that. Um, They have their own resident psychic. And then we get into what happened. So, you know, Zach Bagans and one of the other dudes, I think Aaron or Nick, Nick, I think. Um, they went to see her and she's like, I can tell you already have, have had an experience. And they're like, you know that? Because, you know, it's all dramatic. Mm-hmm. And she tells them that they will attract what they came for. And then there is they also go to the carriage house, which it was a motel in the 70s, but also when it was first built, like carried not carried, held all of the carriages because this guy Stanley also invented Stanley steamer cars.
0: Get Stanley Steamer make your carpet cleaner?
1: No. Mm. Am I wrong?
0: Um, I feel like Stanley Steamer is a Cleaning Company. Now, are they named after something else that I never knew? Very possible. Stanley
1: Motor Company.
0: Okay, so not Stanley Steamer, just Stanley Motor Company.
1: But they made steam cars, so I don't know why they didn't come up with Stanley Steamers first. No, they call them Stanley Steamer Cars. Yeah, yeah. Oh,
0: ha. Never mind.
1: <laughs> You're like, that's a carpet.
0: <laughs> I'm like, yeah, that's carpet cleaning, my guy. Uh...
1: Uh, so they housed the, the cars. Um, some people were found dead in this hotel and the mattresses that they died in, they just tossed them in the carriage house instead of like, I don't know, throwing them away or burning them. And so they think that like, that's kind of also why it's haunted. (laughs) In my notes, I put Zach Bacon's hair is really wild in these seasons. Because uh. Uh, it was, you know how like their hair goes up, and then mm-hmm. also the sides went towards his eyes. Like he brushed the sides of his hair towards his face.
0: It's an interesting style for sure. It is.
1: there's a little girl in this episode, and she like hangs out at the hotel, I guess, and has a little gr- ghost girlfriend. Um, and then she said that sometimes the ghosts come and ask her for help, and like some of them are kind of mean. Uh, like, I don't know. I don't, I can't, she's like a young girl just hanging out at this hotel. So they do lockdowns and then they each stay in three of the most haunted rooms. These are the most haunted rooms. There's 401 and this is where Lord Dunraven was, who was the OG property owner. Um, the little girl said that he's in there and she, he doesn't like her. And then 4.07, that's one where a lot of people can hear footsteps and when they're sitting or and they feel like someone sits on the bed with them. Uh, 4.28, a guy paces in the room and he has kissed wife's foreheads in the room. Room 4.12, a levitating bed. 2.17, um, that's where the thing blew up. And they think that's where Stephen King stayed. So, in this episode, Zach Bagans stays in 401, which was, like, the OG property guy. Aaron stays in 428, the one where the kisses happen. <laughs> um, kiss and Nick's... Room. Yep. Nick stays in 412, which is the levitating bed. Nothing really crazy happens. They all get super scared. They have... I put NV cams, but night vision, ha. And they recorded sounds at 2.46 a.m. There was an EVP sound, and it sounded like, you better start talking, and you can see dust balls moving around. And then it also said, you're up late. After 3 a.m., Zach woke up to hear a weird noise, and it said, that was a show. Um... And then also, somebody's coming. And then Aaron's has come on. And then Aaron was also snoring very loudly. And then, past the key was heard. They, when they're in the carriage house, they see weird lights in the corner of their eye, and there's no windows or shiny things. They have this weird guy come in with like a screen. That somehow reads electromagnetic fields. Is that a thing? Mm-hmm. Or am I wrong? Okay. And then, so you can see, like... Oh my god, I just almost watched an accident happen. That scared me. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> this person, did been you been hear interesting. it? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I was like, that was kind of loud. Um... Mm. Boop, 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 boop. Anyways, you can see like Zach Bacon's will like, oh my god, I feel cold air, and then like you'll you can see on the electromagnetic thing like something moving, um, and wet by him. It's four degrees colder than in the rest of the place. They get an EVP that says, "I'll be right here." They smell the smell of scars. Zach was like, we have something that can detect when you're around us. And then the EVP picks up. That's okay. And then there's kind of just more of that stuff. Nothing nothing crazy or wild. And I tried to find, like, what could have happened to make it so haunted. Because you know what I mean? Like, Stephen King goes and stays there in the 70s. And he has a creepy experience and writes a book about it. But, Mm -hmm. like, from... Like, what is that? The 60 years before that? It's not like anyone, like, yeah, a couple people died there. But are a couple people enough to make it super haunted?
0: I have no idea. I feel like it would depend on how, like, brutally they died.
1: I don't think they died really crazy. And then there's always little kid ghosts. And, like, I couldn't find anything where, like, little kids died there. Unless maybe they used it for, like, tuberculosis and people died there. But, like, I didn't read anything about that. I tried to find, why is it so haunted? And, like, nothing great came up.
0: Hmm. Interesting, interesting. The Stanley Hotel. We'll just have to go stay there and figure it out for ourselves. let field trip to Colorado.
1: so down for that, though.
0: I, uh... I'm realizing... It's not, like, cheap to travel, but how much more within my means it is to travel than I had thought. Um... So now right they got a now, credit like, card. Same, exactly. We fly first class <laughs> on you, easy.
1: No, 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 no.
0: I'm going to butcher some pronunciations here. I hope we all have a good time together. Um. So this is the mysterious mountain Asahidake S O S incident in Mount Asahidake, Japan. Um, I have no idea if I'm pronouncing any of this correctly. I'm trying my best off of just reading it. Um, I'm pronouncing it absolutely terribly. We're going to hope for the best. Because the computer that said it, I have no idea what it was going for. It sounded like it was trying to pronounce it in English. I don't know. Either way, on July 24th, 1989, rescue helicopters were searching for some missing hikers from Tokyo near the 7,500-foot Mount Asahi on Japan's northernmost island of Hokkaido, located in the northern part of the National Park. The pilots noticed a giant SOS laid on the ground made from birch lugs near the start of the... Chebetsu River. The tree trunks were arranged into letters spelling out SOS in English. Each measured about 16 feet long and 10 feet wide. The SOS was located about 2.5 miles from the summit. The rescue team recovered the hikers about two miles north of the sign. Once in the hospital, the hikers were asked about the SOS sign, and they said they had nothing to do with its construction. If they never made that sign, the question was who did?" Another search turned up a skeleton in a backpack with a mysterious tape recording. Says, how did and then um Somewhat puzzled, the search teams returned to the site of the SOS the next day and after a thorough search of the area, more clues appeared. Around 165 feet from the sign, they found a human skeleton with animal gnaw marks. Nearby, um, police said there was a hole below the roots of a tree large enough for a human to crawl in, and in it was a backpack containing a Walkman tape recorder, some cassettes, a driver's license, two cameras, a notebook, and other personal effects. Police originally believed the remains were a woman's, however... Determining the gender with skeletal remains can be difficult, and more thorough testing showed that they were, in fact, that of a male with a type A blood type, and he had a few broken bones prior to death. Um, police believed the remains belonged to a man, belonged to the man on the driver's license, Kenji Iwamura of Conan City. Okay, so what is Mount Asirake? Mount Asahi, and I'm just going to call it Mount Asahi because I don't know how to say anything else, is a mountain located near um, the town in Higashikawa. I hate this. Hokkaido, and the tallest mountain on the Japanese island of Hokkaido. Um, The mountain is popular with hikers in the summer and can be easily reached um, via a ropeway. During the winter, the mountain is open for use by skiers and snowboarders. The pond directly below its peak is famous for its reflection of the peak, snow, and steam escaping from volcanic vents. There are many hiking opportunities in the area from late June through September, and the walk to the summit takes about two hours. A classic one-to-two-day tour for advanced hikers continues from the summit of Asahidake to the summit of Kurodake, from where one can descend to an onsen, which I think is like either, I think that's a uh, hot springs area. Other multi-day trekking tours throughout the national park can also be started from there. So, when authorities played the tape on the Walkman tape recorder, there was a male voice shouting very slowly, I can't move from on the cliffs. SOS, help me. I can't move from on the cliffs. SOS, help me. The place is where I first met the helicopter. I can't go deeply up. the. I can't go up deeply. And then it's Sasa. button. there's a thing which says, lift me up from here. And Sasa refers to broadleaf bamboo, which grows in the area. Um... They later found that 25-year-old Kenji Iwamura went missing on July eleventh, nineteen eighty-four. And that was five years before any of this like SOS was found when other hikers went missing. Damn. He had been staying at a lodge near the mountain and had told the owner that he was going on a quick hike to the summit. The owner reported Kenji missing when he failed to return and left his belongings behind. Um, Some reports say that his office workmates were the ones that were reporting him missing. It is a relatively short hike up, but on the way back down, there are two large boulders that are nearly identical and are used as landmarks. The first boulder is near a trail that crosses back and leads to a steep cliff, while the second leads down towards town. And it's easy to confuse the two.
1: Why would you set that as the landmark? Like, I know landmarks kind of are just there, but wouldn't you try and find something different that doesn't have a magic like, one that leads to your death?
0: Paint one of them. Like, yeah. put a sign <laughs> this up. This way. Like, this isn't the right boulder.
1: <laughs> this is something the right to one. Help
0: a little bit, you know?
1: That is wild.
0: Um. What do you do? The family confirmed that the backpack's belongings were Iwamura's, but surprisingly was not convinced that the recording on the tape was him. And this is a shorter one than I had originally found. But anyway, with no evidence of foul play, police closed the case, believing it was just a misadventure involving Kenji Iwamura. But there were a lot of unanswered questions with it. Says there was no axe or any other cutting implement found near the backpack or remains. So, how did a man with broken bones, he had a broken shoulder and leg, um, that was like before he died, cut down so many trees over 16 feet long and then drag them out in the open? What had happened to the axe? Says, was there more than one missing hiker with Iw- Iwamura? Especially with um them not believing that the voice was him. And then, if Kenji Iwamura could make the SOS sign, why didn't he just walk down the mountain? It wasn't like a crazy area to get down from. It wasn't like if you were in good health and were like fit enough to be a hiker, then you should have been, you would have been fine finding a way down
1: yeah also like like, with a broken shoulder you literally can't do anything
0: yeah like if your shoulder's broken even walking is probably hard and making an sos sign so it's like he had if if he was fit enough to be able to make the sos sign he would have been able to just leave so if he broke his shoulder and leg Then he would not have been able to make the SOS sign. And it's not like he made the SOS sign and then those injuries happened because why would he make one when he could just leave?
1: So, in general speaking, whoever made the SOS sign could have just left. Even if it wasn't him, whoever had to do it could have just left. Mm -hmm.
0: Maybe that's basically what they were with somebody somebody
1: who couldn't walk and they didn't want to leave them. So they made the SOS sign. So they weren't even a guy behind.
0: If somebody was there with him, couldn't really carry him.
1: And and put SOS and then left?
0: That's the question, is if they put SOS and then just walked away. That is Um, so weird. Because the other weird thing is, why would he use a tape recorder to record an sos message like he just recorded it on a tape recorder that was found in the hole that i can't move from on the cliff <laughs> sos helped me like it wasn't like he was
1: like who's gonna hear that
0: exactly um and the family didn't believe that it was him and i don't know if we tested it correctly but it is kind of a jarring tape so i don't really know if i want to like play the noise throughout the podcast anyway
1: oh that was it
0: yeah the recording came through really clear and there was like no background noise on it like it just sounded like it was recorded like in just not in the middle of the woods like if you record something in the middle of the woods there's going to be background noise of like Wind in the trees, insects, like some random things.
1: Yeah, we record in our houses up. and there's background noises.
0: Exactly. And so it was just weird that any of that kind of thing happened. And yeah, that is there's no other further things because the police called it uh mystery um sorry, one second. they just called it case solved like this guy was completely by himself and he uh just like fell something happened and the assumption was yep that was it oh and um sorry i'm just pulling up some other stuff so since the first boulder leads to a steep cliff with bamboo shrub nearby, the assumption is that that was the area the man was taking talking about in the tape recording, where like he said he couldn't get up the cliff because it was steep cliff with the bamboo shrub, which was that sasa that he was talking about. Um, however, his body had been found further away in the wetlands near a large river. It says perhaps an animal has dragged his body there, but either way it would be strange off of how far it got pulled and the other thing is what helicopter was he talking about was there a search where um they like looked for him originally but just didn't find him and if so like if that SOS thing was there why wouldn't the helicopter have stopped for it the first time
1: so maybe it was made after the recording?
0: Yeah, and that's if it was made after the recording and he couldn't get up. It's just weird. It and with the hit that not But then who would have like made him. the
1: SOS?
0: Exactly. So it makes me feel like is there a third person out there that like either got lost or whatever that made a lot of this stuff because like the ID but it's weird also because, like, his ID was together with the tape recorder. But his parents are like, no, that's not my son on the recording. Like, they don't think it was him. It's just really, really weird situation.
1: Someone murdered him. Made the recording. As a, like, if you find this type... That's the only thing that makes yeah. sense, because how how are you going to put SOS in a recording without in a way to send it out for help?
0: Yeah, and that's there's um, other people are theorizing that he might have already been kind of like, who knows how long he had gone without like food or water, or if he was delirious or hallucinating at some point, yeah. and there wasn't even a helicopter there, and he was trying to like use his tape recorder to call out to it. But it is but like he it's very odd that, um there was an s o s sign that if he was not making sense and used like losing strength and used like the s o s to make a call, it's just weird that the s o s sign was made in general,
1: yeah. This mountain doesn't look like it's covered in a shit ton of, like, trees and stuff. Like, you know what I mean?
0: Yeah, it's not, like, that. Like, it's a two-hour hike to, like, the peak of the mountain. Just, like, obviously, like, along the trails. But it's not, like, a crazy, crazy area. Like, it's an interest... It's just, like, a weird spot for people to go missing. And then... They couldn't find him the first time, but when somebody else went missing four years later, they found the SOS sign easily. And so it's just like...
1: And that fucking SOS thing is huge.
0: Yeah, it's huge, huge. Like, full trees were cut down to make it. And so somebody that had a lot of strength put that up and made it and whether or not that's like maybe there's a chance that somebody like stumbled across him and made that and left instead of like getting involved i have no idea it's just like there's something is weird the Recording And, like, maybe it could be explained that the parents didn't recognize the voice because he was delirious and out of it. And sometimes, like, you don't sound like yourself.
1: Yeah. Especially
0: on recordings, like, when you're not speaking in your normal tone of voice. But, um, it's just a bunch of weird coincidences. And the fact that they were able to find it, the other two missing hikers from the SOS sign that they had nothing to do with. Maybe a lot of people go missing in that area and maybe there's other thing other people that they didn't find that somebody else made that SOS sign.
1: It seems like a lot of people do go missing. But it like you said it doesn't seem like it's hard like if you get lost to make your way out. So how are there so many like missing people?
0: Weird case, weird scenario. That is my story for today. I think we had two shorter ones.
1: Yeah, we did. That's okay.
0: We need Kyla to return with her throat not dead. Yeah. It'll be a few years.
1: (laughs) Yeah. I don't know. That seems like something hard to recover from because, like, your throat's cut open.
0: Honestly, it especially just like talking long form.
1: Yeah, and she. Yeah, she still can't. Like, she'll call me for like. A couple minutes and then she'll be like, okay, that's enough. (laughs) I gotta go. Okay, that's enough. We're done Yeah, Yeah. Well, do you have any plans for this weekend?
0: Yeah, I'm going to New Jersey.
1: Oh, yeah. You said that.
0: Yep. I'll be there for a week. I leave uh, tomorrow to go to my friend's house in Detroit. And then she's going to take me to the airport. But uh, yeah, I have a You're always anything. traveling. I might still have to do laundry, so we're gonna see how this goes.
1: Dang, you've been traveling a lot, though. I just have I wedding things to do. A whole wedding. I
0: uh, have learned that I, because I work remotely, if I, if somebody is willing to house me for a week, I can just fly on Saturdays. I go live at their house. We both still work and we just hang out at night. It's a good time.
1: That makes a lot of sense. I can't mm-hmm. work work remotely. But uh, it would be cool. That would be an ideal situation. Honestly, you could like almost just live in a van and go new places and work.
0: True. I need good internet though. And so that's why it's been good visiting my gamer friends because they mm. all have good internet.
1: Yeah, because they're like, we need that shit for gaming.
0: Exactly. They usually will invest a little bit into it, you know?
1: Yeah. Alright. We can go. I will finish Yellow Jackets.
0: Thank you for listening. Uh, If you would like to talk about it when you're done, please call me. Okay. I'll (laughs) be around packing and doing laundry. Okay. And uh we need to talk about about the ending of that episode. Anyway, I'll talk to you later. Uh thank you for listening. Have, Have a great fun.
1: night. Have a good night. <laughs>